Neither Dope Village. It's Julie and Lynn here, and we are pumped because we are joined by the queen herself, the boss woman herself, <laughs> chief marketing and PR officer of Ally Financial, Andrea Brimmer. <laughs> wow, what an intro. You Let's know how long get I've ready waited? to rumble. You know how long I've waited to hear you acknowledge me as a queen, Julie? <laughs> <laughs> The, not even just a queen, the, the queen, queen, by the way. I really the queen. like that. That is <laughs> as, as we often say on the podcast, Ally and you, Andrea, have been with us since day one. So we're incredibly grateful um, for your support and your continued support. And a year ago, y'all, Andrea and Ally, launched the marketing industry's first 50 50 pledge which is for people who aren't aware of it it's a pledge to spend equal amounts in advertising for women's and men's sports within five years and you announced that one year ago at the espnw summit in new york new york city so at the one year anniversary we got to catch up again but please do tell the dope village how it's all going now one year into the 50 50 pledge yeah, I mean, pretty amazing. And uh, it was fun to announce it with you, Julie. I, would, I can't think of anybody Aww. better to have announced it with, candidly. Um, it has been, I have to say, not only um, one of the most magical things that I've ever been a part of, but the amount of impact that we've been able to make in, in a year shows you um, how how much um, any brand can do if they just commit to doing something, mm. you know? So in a year's time, we have gone from spending, um, you know, probably what I would say was more like a 90-10 split, men's and women's sports, right. to a 300% improvement mm. in one year, including things like, getting the National Women's Soccer League championship game moved to prime time, including things like a multi-million dollar deal with ESPN, where 95% of the commitment was going to women's sports only. And um, on a trajectory by the end of this year to be at a 60-40 split. That's incredible how quickly you've managed to do that. Which could have been easy, right? Yeah, you know, a lot of it was... I hate to admit this, I, I, I just being self-reflective, I never, a year and a half ago, I had no idea how much we were spending between men's and women's sports. Right. And if it wasn't for us just like looking at it and realizing that we needed to do the work and seeing that inside of less than 10% of, of, of media was being put against women's sports, I would contend lower, but my PR team always gets mad at me and tells me. I have to- <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not on this call, so. <laughs> they're not here right now. Yeah. So let's just say we probably think it's about 5%. Um, we hadn't like dug in and, and, and looked at that. We probably wouldn't have thought about the action that we've needed to take. And so for me, just the, the amount of impact you're able to make when you just dig in and do the work is pretty incredible. Damn. And being the first to say, no, we're going to do this. We're going to get yeah. to 50, 50 and it's going to take some time. And, but I, 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 I suspect you didn't think you would get as close this quick because I know it has been a challenge sometimes to rewire <laughs> this sports <laughs> world in terms of how you can spend on women. 
Yeah, big time. And, and honestly, even like rewiring our own brains a little bit within yeah. within the team. I, I know when we first talked about this, uh, the team was like, oh, we're going to need all this incremental money to be able to do this. I'm like, no, we're not going to need incremental money. We're going to optimize out of other things and optimize into and invest into women's sports. Because if we don't fundamentally believe that it's a good return on investment, then we shouldn't be doing this. And so mm -hmm. there was a there's a mm -hmm. mindset shift that even needed to happen internally. And then, you know, rewiring the media networks. It isn't because I don't think the networks didn't want to do this. It's just nobody ever asked them. Mm. And so when you ask, um, look at look at what you can get. And then, you know, like I said, it's everybody coming to the table and, and doing the work together. And it's it's been pretty cool to see. Yeah, because there, there are more people coming to the table. I mean, that was a big thing. I remember when you announced this a year ago, not only that you wanted to do this 50-50 pledge, but that you wanted Ally to really be the leader in this space. And it was really a call to action to other brands to do the same. What are you finding? Yeah, yeah I mean, big time. And, I, and, and that was the thing is we could not, there's no way we can close this chasm by ourselves. You know, our budgets aren't big enough. We're one brand. You need a lot of brands. In Although this. one kick-ass brand, but still, one. yes, I get it. <laughs> Thank you. I like that. Uh, absolutely. And so what we're finding is you see the Kate Johnsons and the Googles and the work that she and her team are doing, which is yeah. incredible. You see massive pledges that brands like Michelob Ultra have made, um, you know, tens of millions of dollars that they're committing up in Canada. You saw what Canadian tire did to come in and really help the, the women's soccer team in Canada and the commitment that they made. Yeah. There's a lot of brands, the Nikes of the world who have come um, big time to the party. Um, and then just all the media platforms that are starting, which are amazing. Um, the gist, just women's sports uh, together, uh, you name mm -hmm. it, um, you know, the work that Tobin Heath and her team are doing. I mean, it's really cool. All these media platforms, ESPNW that has been there since the get your podcast. That's why we jumped in like from the beginning. <laughs> you know, I remember that first conversation you and I had, you were like, mm -hmm. I don't have any numbers. I don't know what it's going to do. I'm like, <laughs> Until you just jump in and take a bet, you don't know what any of this stuff is going right. to do. So that's yeah. been the coolest part is to see how much transformation has happened in such a short period of time. And and affirmation that when you bet on women, you can get a return, which is, I think, not even just betting, thing. investing. Yeah, this yeah. isn't this yeah. is the safest bet. It sounds like you could make. Absolutely. And, you know, you guys. Our, our numbers in a, in this in a short period of time, all of our key metrics that we track are significantly up and not just with women, but on an overall basis. Mm. Our awareness is at the highest point it's ever been in our company's history. Our logo recognition is the highest point it's ever been in our company history. Our consideration, highest point ever mm. in our company's history and the trust in our brand, highest point ever in the in the history of our company and so you know all boats have have really risen with this pledge it hasn't just been against against females what was it about women's sports that you saw the opportunity i think as a marketer you're always looking for opportunity to find evergreen space that you can break through and there's so much clutter in in the media landscape today and there's so much complexity if you think about 
that's just the complete bombardment that's coming at at consumers today. And there weren't a lot of brands in women's sports. And so there was this evergreen space where you could really run. And, and we felt like we could really break through in a, in a very authentic way. And then I think the other thing that we saw is how rabid fans of women's sports are and how loyal. And for brands to be able to come in and, and really um, help fans get more access to the things that they love yeah. you knew that that would engender an incredible amount of loyalty. And so mm-hmm. for us, it was a no brainer. I mean, yeah. from the day we came up with the idea of the 50, 50 pledge to the ESPN summit, ESPNW summit one week's time. Mm. No way. One week's time. So it really? wasn't like a lot of hand wringing and yeah. got the You're like, nope, we're, gonna do it. we're just going to go do it. And yeah, you know, and we did. Uh, and, and we're like, let's just, we'll make the pledge and we'll figure out how, how we're going to get it yeah. done later. And that's what we've done. Wait, t- tell me real quickly about the the women's sports club that Angela Ruggiero is is helping form as well. Yeah, so that's been awesome. I met I met Angela um, right after we made the fifty fifty pledge, and that's one of the things about women's sports that I love. Women just reach out in droves, and they're like, yeah. "How can I help? I want to be a part of it. How can I lift yeah. you up? Who can I connect you with?" And yep. Angela was one of those people that reached out, and you know, she was like. I, I heard what you guys did with the pledge. I think it's awesome. I've got a lot of data. How can I help? And we sat down and truth be told over a lot of tequilas. Um, <laughs> this is what I love about you. <laughs> when I turned in that expense report, my, my assistant was like, how many people were with you? And just Angela and I. And just Angela. Oh, that girl, Ange. You know, Angela, former USA Women's Hall of Famer in ice hockey. Uh, those those hockey players, man, they don't mess around. Nope, but you know what? The soccer girl kept up during for drinking. I would I would have been under the I table not, begging. Did not let you down. I would have, I would have, I, I'm so glad I wasn't part of that. I would have been like, help me. Please. Maybe texting 911. Yeah. Save me. <laughs> so Angela uh-huh. is also a co-founder of that sports innovation lab, which is all yeah. about data behind what women sports is doing in this space, which is great because yeah. always, we've always had anecdotal, but Ange has been really a driver of data. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And, and the idea was let's put this women's sports club together and it's brands that um, are going to come together and are going to do the work. And we're going to meet four times a year. You can only be part of the club if you commit to do the work, if you commit to increase your spend in women's sports, if you commit to helping be a part of making systemic change, um, and if you commit to using your voice to, to change the landscape. And so handful of brands that initially jumped on board. We had our first meeting yesterday. We had 10 more brands that asked to be oh, part of the no club, way. Yeah. which is amazing. <laughs> they want and in. So, they want in. And so this is momentum and we'll, we'll identify four or five big issues a year that we think we can make real change around. And we'll go at it collectively as brands um, to, uh, you know, to do real shit together. Can I say that? <laughs> I don't, I never swear on this podcast. I don't know what you're talking about, Andrea. Uh, oh my God. That just warms my heart because this is the other thing I love about women in is that one to your point, like you have this incredible fan base that's so visceral, so loyal, 
But then also like that, it's not good enough just to lead on your own. It's like, I'm going to turn and pull. I'm going to turn and pull everyone with me. Like we're going to lead together. And this has to be to your point earlier, like we can't change it alone. And that's where I think we are so good in the collective like that of saying, come on, we're going to, we're going to create not just a moment, but a movement. Yeah. It's amazing. It is. It is a good one, Jill. And I just think the way that everybody lifts each other up is amazing. And and quoting each other's work and yeah. fangirling Sharing. over each yeah. other's work and, and promoting each other's brands. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's pretty awesome. I honestly have been doing this job for a long time and I've never seen anything like it in in my career. And when people ask me, like, what do you what legacy do you want to leave? To me, this is the number one thing that I want to I want to leave behind is is changing the landscape for women's sports forever. I love that. Boom. (sighs) Okay, (laughs) last thing we wanted to talk about, because I know you've had a very long day. You're so sweet to do this is Team Ally and the awesomeness that is Team Ally. Yeah, we're super excited. And you are part of Team Ally, which is amazing. And lots of great uh, women and athletes and artists, Sophia Chang and Ashlyn Harris. Gosh, Sophia Chang. Right? I know. You know, and and Neca and and Deja and and Jessica. And it's just it's amazing. And so um, the idea was not just to get a group of 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 people that are impacting women's sports to get together to be ambassadors for our brand, but get them together to help us make real change, to help us advise. You've been athletes. You know what needs to happen. We can we can make educated guesses, but have the real voices of the athletes around the table to advise us to be part of Team Ally, to help us make real change, to be part of that change. And we announced that last week at the ESPNW Summit. And and for our for the part for our part, putting real money in these athletes' pockets directly, mm-hmm. so that if they're going to be a part of the solution, they get they get their cut, they get their part of the pay, mm-hmm. um, so that they're paid for their effort. And so it's a win-win. It's all part of our break the vicious cycle, and it's a, just another aspect of that that stool of the cycle um, that needs to be fixed. And so we're really excited about it. Great response last week. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about the, the women that are around the table on this one. Is it possible that we come up with a term that would counter the old boys network? Because it sounds like you're creating something <laughs> that can be opposition to that. Any idea of what that could be since you're a marketing genius? Wow. How about the Like a Girl Club? <laughs> I know. I love that. I like that. Like that too. Did, did you did you see the uh, that Sam her daughter had the same tattoo, Lynn? I did. They flashed them oh. together when they like, were a, girl. like, a, like girl. a girl, like a girl, like a girl. That's good. The like a girl club. There you like have it. Club. There you have it. Oh, that's so good. I just, I can't thank you enough for being so bold in this space. I know you've received a lot of. Uh, honors and awards for all your marketing acumen. But this in itself is, like you said, changing the game and the sport and sports in general for women in such a measurable way that um, it will leave a legacy, Andrea. So thanks, my friend, for being so bold. It's my pleasure. I never never want 
any little girl to feel like she has to hit a dead end in something that she loves. And hopefully by the time we're done with this, there'll be no more dead ends. Like a girl. Like a girl, baby. <laughs>